Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Something to Think About podcast. This week, we'll be answering the question, how do you stay sober in difficult times? Our core scripture comes from 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 8. Since we belong to the day, we must be sober. We must put on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. When you made the decision to become a Christian, you have decided to do things differently. The next thing is that each believer have full access to the weapons or tools to handle simple and complex problems. Over time, the believer is expected to fight smarter and win victories without much effort. And here's a thought. Patient, optimistic action makes the believer sober. So, all right, so why believers can't stay sober? In Romans 13, 12 to 13, Paul was explaining reasons why persons can't stay sober. And he was also encouraging believers to stay awake. In Romans 13, 12 to 13, Paul goes into detail as to why people are not sober. They are using the devices of the kingdom of darkness to deal with spiritual problems. And there are six of them. Wild parties, sexual immorality, rivalry, jealousy, promiscuity, and drunkenness. He specifically states that these are the activities of persons who are asleep and not awake which places an emphasis on the tools we use to deal with everyday problems. It also gives us an inside look at what device the enemy uses to keep people bound. If we should group these things Paul mentioned, we realize that the devil focuses his attention on the soul and the body of man to keep them bound. And there are two categories, emotional devices and physical devices. The emotional devices are rivalry, jealousy, and promiscuity. The physical devices are drunkenness, sexual immorality, and wild parties. The goal of all these devices is to get you to think about the wrong thing. It also gets you doing activities that allows you to temporarily forget about the issue at hand. It also places focus on getting you to become bitter, and at that stage, you are fully intoxicated with the problem and loses focus on the most important thing. All right, so the next thing we need to think about when it comes on to staying sober is fighting smarter. The Bible defines soberness as being awake in the day and intoxication as spiritually falling asleep. Being awake demonstrates the believer's activity to watch an active danger is coming. It also helps you to be aware of your surroundings actively focusing on what to do and recognize the use of wrong tools to deal with the current problem. Paul emphasizes the believers using the breastplate and the helmet to protect themselves from becoming intoxicated as the world. And there are three components that enhances the breastplate and the helmet of the believer. One, hope, faith, and love. The next thing we want to look at is testing the integrity of your armor. If the integrity of your armor is compromised, you will not be able to fight and stand daily. And there are several questions I want to ask you. I want you to think about them and answer whether or not you are in the situation. And this is how you can test with the integrity of your armor. What is the truth that you must believe in this situation right now? How should you respond that has God's approval? 
Is there an opportunity for you to talk about Jesus? What are the promises of God that you need to believe and hold on to? What are the things that you should be thinking about right now? And what are the promises of God that you need to remind yourself now when you become discouraged? And here's another thing that you, um, another set of questions that you can think about in terms of your personal examination when you're dealing with difficult problems now. Are you reading the word of God daily to find the promises he has for you? Based on what the word of God is saying, are you doing what the Lord approves of? Have you been praying and asking the Lord for help? And are you doing what he says you should be doing right now? Before we close, I want you just to look at and examine a case study. Um, and there are two cases we want to get to kind of examine whether or not how this thing works. The first one is that a girl gets raped and after the event feels worthless. Months after, without dealing with the problem, she starts to become promiscuous to fulfill that desire of being wanted. She meets a man that praises her beauty. After giving in to the man sexually, he leaves her for someone else. The result is that she repeats the cycle. The second case is that a man is passed on for a promotion. After a while, working hard for months, even years, he feels destroyed by being rejected. To deal with the problem, he and his friend starts going out to a local bar after work to talk and have a drink. Instead of finding out why he was rejected and improve, he starts to complain and tear the person chosen down. After a while, he becomes a heavy drinker, which leads him to be very abusive. So we can analyze several things from these case studies. What is the truth about the situation? One, for the, the girl in case study one, she was raped. The second, case, the second point is that her rights was violated. And the third is that she's a victim of a crime. The second case for the man is that he was overlooked. His rights was violated and he's a victim of rejection. So when you're in difficulty, how should you actually respond? Number one, accept what happened to you. John 6 verse 63 says, It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Second thing, forgive yourself. 1 John 1 9, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The third thing is to remind yourself of who you are in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Whoever is a believer in Christ is a new creation. The old way of living has disappeared. A new way of living has come into existence. And number four, forgive and pray for those who have hurt you. Matthew 5 44, What I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So as we conclude this week's episode, when you become a Christian, you have decided to do things differently. Everybody have access to the weapons to handle simple and complex problems. Over time, you will be able to fight smarter, win victories without much effort. And the thought for this week is that patient, optimistic action makes you sober. Until next week, until we meet again, God bless and one. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, 
please share this episode with a friend. This podcast was also brought to you by RemlaMinistries.com, resources to help you on your Christian journey, study guides, counseling, and more. For more information, visit our website at www.remlaministries.com.